Welcome to the Catholic Truth Podcast, where we teach and preach the truth of the Catholic faith without compromise and without apology. We want to give you high energy and non-boring Catholicism, where anyone at any time can come to know exactly what the Catholic Church teaches and why. We do apologetics, spirituality, other religions, our culture, and more. Most of all, we want to inspire you, inform you, and help you to know, love, and live your Catholic faith with purpose and passion. We are Catholic Truth. Friends with benefits, it's the best of both worlds. You get to have intimacy and pleasure without being tied down in a relationship or being emotionally involved. I mean, who wants all the baggage of relationships anyways, right? Well, not really. I mean, to some, this line of reasoning might make sense, but the reality is that hooking up friends with benefits, it's going to hurt you. Reason number one, good marriages don't just happen. They're made. Great marriages don't just happen. They're made. And what do we need to have a great marriage with someone? You need trust. You need intimacy. You need the ability to sacrifice for the other person. You need to be trustworthy. You need to be kind. You need to be all of these things. And in fact, hooking up and friends with benefits is the complete opposite. You also need things like discipline. You also need things like faithfulness. And in fact, hooking up prepares you for the exact opposite. Hooking up Friends with benefits, it's a shallow act based on just feeling good and what we can get from somebody else. Even if both consent to it, we're trying to get something from someone else for our own benefit. That's called selfishness. And selfishness is the opposite of love. If you really want to fall in love with someone, hooking up is actually preparing you for all of the things that don't make love. You need to get rid of those things and work on the things that do create and make love. Reason number two, some people say that, well, you know what, I'll hook up now, I'll have my fun now, I'll be all pleasure-filled now, and I'll get what I can now, and then, you know what, I'll settle down years from now, and I'll find a wife, and we'll have some kids, and we'll get married, and, you know, everything's going to work out. But... In reality, it doesn't work that way. One kid told me that he used to go sleeping from couch to couch each night, smoking pot, going to parties, doing things at his friend's house, and he didn't even want to hold down a job. He didn't want to do anything. He just wanted to have fun for the last year and a half, two years of his high school career. And then he was going to have some fun through college, and then once college ended, you know what? He said he was going to settle down and find a job. But do you really think after six years of partying, smoking weed, and just going going couch to couch to different people's houses, that you're literally cold turkey, just going to stop, get a nice suit, get a job, become respectable, talk nice, act nice. No, it doesn't work that way. Our habits create who we are. They influence our future and who we're going to become. That's why I said great marriages don't just happen. They're made. They're made based off decisions and choices that we make long before marriage. I know one girl who said she was going to keep partying and going to raves and doing all these um, not so nice things before she gets married around the age 30. She was around 24. So I said, what if you fall in love before that? She's like, oh, I don't want to fall in love before that. I want to have fun. And I said, do you really think after six years of partying, you're just going to stop and just be the nice girl and get married and be the kind of spouse and be the kind of mother that your husband would want you to be? No, it doesn't work that way. And so preparing ourselves is super important.
important. The choices we make before marriage and before finding a relationship influence who we are during that relationship. Kind of like in soccer. I played for 13 years and our coach always told us the way you play in practice is the way you'll play in the game. If you slack off and goof off in practice, you're going to do it in the games too. And it's the same thing with relationships. As a side note, have you ever thought of the words friends with benefits? Friends with benefits. You're not friends and there's no benefits. Not ones that are good for you anyways. Not ones that are long lasting. They actually hurt you in the long run. And this brings us to our third point is that God designed sexuality and marriage to be beautiful. He designed it for a specific purpose and our hearts were not made for sexual partners, multiple sexual partners. Our hearts were made to be in love and have somebody commit to us, have somebody love us, have someone give and sacrifice to us, not go from person to person to person to person. Our hearts were not made for that. And it only leads to a lot of baggage. It only leads to a lot of pain. It only leads to a lot of selfishness. In fact, it becomes like an addiction. We are trying to fill up a hole that we can't fill. Some people are honestly just looking for love and they feel loved maybe perhaps when they're doing this even though they know it's not love but they don't know what real love is and they're taking the wrong way out so why would you settle for something so shallow and animalistic instead of something so true beautiful and powerful why would you settle for the dandelion when you can have a beautiful rose Fourth, the more you hook up and the more you give yourself to someone cheaply and in an animalistic way, the more you're damaging yourself. You're picking up baggage. You're picking up hurts. You're picking up things that you're going to carry into your marriage that you don't want in your marriage. These things hurt relationships. These things hurt marriages and you don't want them there. This was like a girl I spoke to once and she had been hooking up, having friends with benefits and doing all the things we're talking about in this video. And I had been giving a long talk, 45 minute talk on love and relationships and how to find true love and happily ever after. And she came up to me after the talk. She said, you know what, Brian? She's like, you're right. She's like, you've convinced me that I don't respect myself and I don't respect my body. I let anybody do anything with me and it's like I have no respect whatsoever. I'm treating myself like a like I'm in a sewer or something and I really need to get my self-esteem and I really need to get my self-worth out of the gutter and start treating myself better. <laughs> I said, yes, girl, you go. I was, it's exactly what you need to do. And it was a beautiful revelation that this girl had that she was not meant to be a piece of meat to chew on for a while and then toss to the curb when people were done with her and vice versa for anyone that this is happening to. This leads us to our fifth point, which is that most people don't realize that every sexual act you do releases powerful chemicals and hormones in your brain and body, one of them being dopamine, one of them being oxytocin, that really affect you and can affect your future marriage as well. For example, oxytocin is like glue. It is supposed to super glue you and your future spouse together to get your marriage through the hard times. It keeps you glued together. And it's a really powerful chemical that comes out during sexual arousal. Now, many people who are looking at porn or are hooking up or sleeping together before marriage, they're using up this oxytocin long before happily ever after comes, long before they ever get to the altar. It's kind of like taking a piece of tape and sticking it to your arm and then ripping the tape off. You're going to get a lot of hairs on your arm. Now imagine putting the tape on over and over and over again. Eventually, there's not going to be any stick left. 
There's nothing left. And so it's the same thing with oxytocin and different chemicals that we can use up before marriage. And we wonder why during hard times, we wonder why during difficult times in relationships, we can't last or we can't make it through. And it's because we've used it all up by the time we're married. We've given a piece of ourselves to this person and to this person and to this person and to this person. What do we have left? Stop giving ourselves away so cheaply. You're so much more than that, ladies, gentlemen out there. You're so much more worth than that. You're not trash. You're not garbage. Stop treating yourself like such. You are ladies, daughters of God. You're sons, sons of God, princes and princesses of his kingdom. Are we acting like we are? The thing is, people who hook up, they don't even realize it, but they treat themselves like a van, a rusty, broken down van that people don't even lock when they go into a parking lot. Okay, it's so rusty inside and out and it, the mirrors are falling off and the bumpers are hanging and it's really a piece of junk and they don't even lock it because they don't care about it and they don't care who takes it or even if someone steals it because it means nothing to them. And some people, we treat our bodies that way. We treat our souls that way. We treat ourselves that way with such little respect instead of other people who treat themselves like a brand new sports car, brand new inside and out. They keep it dusted. They keep it washed. They have an expensive alarm on it so that nobody can get close. Not because the car is bad, but because it's so good, because it's so beautiful, because it's worth so much money. You, how much are you worth? How do you love yourself? And how do you treat yourself? As a rusty, broken down van? Or as a sports car that you want to ride to happily ever after with, with someone else? One person told me that back in the day, slimy men, they had to go to prostitutes to get some. They had to go to prostitutes, pay money to get sex. But now we have normal everyday women and girls acting like prostitutes and giving them sex for nothing. I know this one girl, Kristalina, and she told about another young woman who used to sleep around from man to man to man to man until it hit her. And she asked herself, why am I doing this to myself? I'm acting like a prostitute, but I'm not even getting paid. And that was a revelation to her that she needed to raise her standards up and raise her head high and treat herself with more dignity and worth. Now, I don't know about you, but God made love beautiful. He didn't make it to be animalistic, shallow, selfish, or to use others in any way. Now, some of you out there might be like, that's great. I believe that. Yes, I'm saving myself for marriage. Others are like, oh no, like I messed up. I didn't realize that this happened or this happened or there's such a big divorce rate for people who won't wait until marriage. What can I do? I mean, I've already messed up. I mean, am I done? Am I, am I washed up? Is no one going to love me? Here's the thing. If you've messed up, anyone out there, if you've messed up, you can start over today. And I highly recommend it. Like it's needed. For example, imagine that you have a bank account with millions of dollars in it and you wanted to spend it with your spouse someday and your children. You want to have the most beautiful family in the world. So you've been saving all that money. Great. Now imagine someone else who spent all that money with this person and that person and this person. They spent a lot of their money and they don't have much left for the person that they truly want to fall in love with someday. What should they do? Give up? Or should they start saving again? The answer is start saving again. Save yourself. Pray. 
go to confession. Get yourself right with God and start living in a way that you would make your future spouse proud. Are you the type of person that your spouse would trust to kiss your kids to bed someday? Are you the type of person that your spouse would trust to be in a relationship with you? Who we make ourselves today is who we're going to be tomorrow. So even if you've messed up, you can start over, start making good decisions, start making good habits, and start going in the right direction. And if you're Christian watching this and you're follow God watching this, get to confession. Confess this to God. Let him wash you clean. Let him start over with you. Someone once told me that a $20 bill crumpled up and thrown on the floor is still a $20 bill. It doesn't lose its worth. And just because you've messed up, you don't lose your worth either. You are still a beautiful princess inside, and you are still a strong, beautiful prince inside. You just need to start acting like it. So pray. Get your sins forgiven. Start over. Make good habits. Stay close to people who think like you do. And look online, read, and study what it takes to make true love. And again, true love does not just happen. It's made. Great marriages don't just happen. They're made. The decisions we make today influence the consequences that we will reap tomorrow. Tomorrow.